Queen's Health Outreach is a student-run, registered charity based on the campus of Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Our goal is to facilitate needs-based peer-to-peer health discussions on a local, national, and international scale. This podcast is for those who are interested in health, global health, global development, ethical engagement, and education. Join us and our special guests bi-weekly as we chat about discussions surrounding all these topics and more. We would like to thank the CFRC 101.9 and the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences for this collaboration. Additionally, we'd like to acknowledge that Queen's University is situated on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. We're so grateful to be able to live, learn, and work on these lands. Hi everyone, welcome back to QH On Air. I hope you're doing well and ready for another episode. Today you can hear my conversation with my guest Alex. Alex is a personal trainer with the Athletics and Recreation Center at Queen's University and currently in her Master's of Physiotherapy. She was an athlete growing up, competed as a rower, and then went on to complete her undergrad degree in kinesiology at Queen's. She specializes in strength and conditioning, working with a wide variety of individuals from varsity athletes at Queen's to her very own grandparents. So stay tuned to hear our conversation about exercise and why it's super important to develop these uh, habits early on. Welcome, Alex. Um, After that introduction, did you have anything else you'd you'd like us to know about you? Any other um, little, you know, facts about yourself or just maybe what you're up to in uh, lockdown right now? Yeah, uh, not much. That was a good intro. Mm -hmm. Um, Just that I'm guess I'm a retired athlete who now really loves to be a part of health and fitness um, and bring perspectives of my former kinesiology degree, that strength and conditioning career, and now my physiotherapy perspective to things. So coming at it from a few different areas. Uh, But other than that, not much has been happening in lockdown, just getting through (laughs) the (laughs) day-to-day classes and uh, trying to stay active as much as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. I know it's definitely tough for people to stay active when it's, um, you don't have access to like gyms and stuff like that. So um, I think it's also about, you know, being kind to yourself and not having like too high expectations, just trying your best and um, not beating yourself up if you can't go every single day or, or whatnot. Um, so just going into like exercise and training and, um, you know, you've had a variety of different clients. So what kind of immediate and short-term like benefits do you really witness or see when um, you're training someone? Yeah, um, I think one of the tra- things as a trainer I can actually see pretty immediate is the change in mood um, and energy beginning yeah. to the end of the session. Yeah, so just doing a little bit of physical activity and exercise is a great way to boost those happy hormones, your endorphins. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever felt like you've been feeling down or unmotivated or mm-hmm. tired, and then you kind of just force yourself to get up, go for a walk. Yeah. Or, do a little bit of stretching and you just feel different afterwards. Yeah, for sure. And I think coming from like being a trainer in a university community, clients have very busy schedules. We all are under, you know, lots of stress. We have highs and Mm. lows, sometimes sleepless nights. Um, And they might not be having their best day when they come in, 
but it's really, really cool to see that, it, that after an hour of them doing some exercise and activity, we get the blood flowing, they're re-energized mm-hmm. and they, they leave a much different person than they came in. And yeah. um, that's really, really nice to see right away. Yeah. And some of the short-term benefits like with students is mm-hmm. just like a more positive outlook. So leaving, mm. leaving with that, you know, elevated mood, positive yeah. outlook, and then it almost transitions into more concentration in school and then right. they can settle down and get into the work. So that, that's really nice to see in a student community. Yeah, um, for sure. No, I, I can definitely vouch for all of those myself too. And I think it's, it's so important and like you said even just if you're like studying and feeling stressed or something going for a walk is even good like it's not always just working out but it's amazing those literally like the connection between the physical body and like your mood is so is so much stronger than I think we realize (laughs) so it's such a good like reminder if you're ever like in your head just to get up and move so it's a great mm-hmm. um yeah it's that's awesome. challenging to do that but for you sure do that yeah 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 that's the thing I feel like when you're in a certain mind like set you only think a certain way and you're not going to necessarily want to go for a walk or work out but if you do it it if you like you said force yourself to do it it can really just like transform your mood and your mindset so I love that um yeah and then I know you with your like studies and your um you know background in um leading an active life what are kind of the long-term effects that you could name off a little bit um yeah just for everyone to know yeah yeah, there's uh, so much evidence nowadays. It's great mm-hmm. uh, that demonstrates how powerful physical activity is. And the experts in health promotion and physiology say, you know, it's the best drug going out there. Uh, it's right. cheap. It's like, it can be fun. It has all these incredible benefits and zero side effects, which is amazing. And <laughs> um, prevents this wide range of morbidities. Um, so in that long term, it really right. helps to reduce hypertension, risk of cardiovascular disease, yeah. uh, coronary artery disease, type two diabetes, mm-hmm. stroke, cancers, osteoporosis, yeah. uh, obesity, the list mm-hmm. is ongoing, which is, is really mm-hmm. cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of outside of the, the specific diseases per se, the benefits are, uh, can also be looked at in like bone health. So increased bone health and strength, um, decreased anxiety, decreased depression, right. um, mm-hmm. improved cognition, improved yeah. quality of life, all these, yeah. these other things that mm-hmm. uh, you might not think about. Um, yeah. And yeah, and so that that's really like the the why that yeah exercise is so powerful yeah um yeah no it's it's amazing it's how many different things it it is involved in and it can prevent all these diseases is quite fascinating 
another thing I was going to add in and ask you about is mm-hmm. I personally, I, I notice um, if I um, don't work out one day, I have a lot, a lot of trouble falling asleep. And do you, is that something else you know about? Like is quality of sleep yeah. also? Yeah. I feel like it. Absolutely. Probably, yeah. You're right. You took the words right out of my mouth. Honestly, (laughs) it shows that uh, people who exercise do have better sleeps. Okay. Um, So that's really also important in that student life, student community is that you're sleeping better. Um, And you can always kind of tell, like you said, when you weren't active that day or something, you're tossing and turning in bed and you can't settle. I do, like you said, have like can tell when you haven't um, worked out. Yeah, so it no, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I was just fine on days that if I haven't, you know, if I had a busy study day or whatever and didn't even go for a walk, it's definitely like more like restless legs and more just, um, yeah, definitely tougher. I feel like I didn't burn off as much energy. So definitely, especially in quarantine, we're not like walking to classes or we're not walking, you know, to the library or whatever. Like it's very much like, you're in your own house so um I think it's even more like important to do that now so um yeah and I just wanted to ask you about that but yeah um, and actually one other thing I'll add in real quick is especially um in current times exercise Mm -hmm. is a great way to improve your immunity so um, really helps improve that so it's kind of that added benefit with uh, quarantine if you want to really stay healthy it's uh it's great right oh my gosh yeah I did not think about that at all and I feel like you wouldn't again wouldn't connect the two like you wouldn't think those two are involved um but I I, yeah it seems like it's just like the root of a lot of a lot of things and really fascinating but um so on to the next question um Mm -hmm. just kind of uh in general if someone doesn't like working out or doesn't have a lot of time to work out, how can we kind of integrate um, being active, you know, in, in small ways and, and stuff and, you know, how is that important to, um, yeah, just kind of your thoughts on other ways to be active other mm-hmm. than just doing a workout if someone doesn't uh, particularly enjoy working out, but yeah. For sure. Um, so I'll start with uh, if someone doesn't like working out. So exercise is a very specific term, whereas activity kind of relates more to a wide range of just physical tasks in general. Um, So I kind of love this question because not everyone, like working out isn't for everyone. Not everyone likes lifting big weights or uh, just like not everyone likes going for a run. Yeah. Right. Everyone kind of has their own thing that motivates them, their own activity that doesn't feel like a chore, you know? Yeah. So my advice is if you don't like working out, just find something you enjoy doing, something you can look forward to, something Mm -hmm. that makes you feel good both during and afterwards. Right. Um, like we were talking about walking is so great for you. I encourage everyone to walk whenever and wherever if they can. Mm maybe incorporate mm-hmm. some stretching. Stretching yeah. doesn't feel like as much of a workout. So you could stretch yeah. every morning or evening. Yeah. Um, signing up for intramurals, kind of a difficult yeah, time to do like that, that currently, right. but yeah. it yeah. is a great no, way to true. kind of 
trick yeah. yourself into working right. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's something else that I find is really kind of funny. But um, I remember one of my friends once in a while, she will just ho- like have a dance party in her room or like together. And it doesn't seem like you are because you're just like so focused on the music. And but all of a sudden, we'll all just be like, I am sweating like you are moving so hard (laughs) and it's like but you don't even like remember that yeah you're moving so I love that and I think it's um important because I I don't I I hate seeing people say oh I have to go to the gym like oh like I want to like it's not what it should be and then that's not going to be sustainable and motivating either because you're obviously not enjoying it so um that's great. Definitely try on all these different hats and different types yeah. of hiking and yoga and um, like Zumba or all sorts of Pilates and all sorts of different stuff. So exactly. um, like yeah. you said, like using your friends is great. Right. I know at the beginning of um, yeah. quarantine, my friends and I had just a little friendly challenge each month oh. where we would just get an Excel mm-hmm. document and put our names down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how, I don't know, how, how many walks did you go for or something? Like try to get okay. a walk in a day. Something like right. that, where it's a bit more of a friendly competition. So it doesn't yeah. feel <laughs> uh, yeah. as difficult. Um, and yeah. it, can, it can be fun. So that's another oh way. Gosh, yeah, that's super fun. I know like <laughs> some people with like Fitbits or something, have like competitions with each other on like their steps and stuff which is so funny yeah yeah it's motivating it's really, really yeah <laughs> you just want to like beat someone <laughs> um but if you that, don't yeah sorry yeah sorry if you um don't have a lot of time like yeah. you were saying um right. how can you integrate those uh, active mm-hmm. um active active activities into your lifestyle yeah. um so I like to say to choose the active option over the easy option. So from day to day, ask yourselves, how can you make your day harder? As Mm. funny as that sounds. Yeah. Um, So like we're talking about walk whenever, wherever, walk instead of taking the bus, or if you live really far, get off the bus a couple stops early. So you can just walk that little extra uh, few mm-hmm. minutes carry right. your groceries rather than using your car it's a great right. weightlifting uh, activity right. right or even just like as simple as park your car at the opposite end of the parking lot so that you have to at right. least walk to true. get into the the grocery store you know true yeah true <laughs> yeah that's uh, so funny it's like all these little ways that you just don't even think about but add up yeah even yeah. now in class like stretching right. desk during during yeah. meetings or between class uh yeah. create standing desks so that you can just change yeah. your posture up your body yeah. likes to change posture True. throughout the day so yeah. moving like that you know yeah. um or like something as simple as do a few squats when you're brushing your teeth or uh, a few calf oh, raises yeah. when you're like waiting for your coffee to steep it's right. you can kind of just find like little areas of 30 seconds here yeah. and there and they really do add up. So, right. so that's really nice to see. That's oh no, um, yeah, I love that. I feel like, like even for I, me, yeah. Right now, uh-huh. I've um we're like I'm in long days of class and I'm sure you are mm-hmm. too and I've 
gotten a big stability ball to sit on oh nice um so that I don't have to just like sit on a chair I just yeah using the ball you know you get your core engaged it gives your legs a little bit to stay balanced true it just seems like it's just a bit more active you're engaging your body yeah um getting it moving as much Mm -hmm. as possible that's so Um, smart yeah I never even thought of that because I have it I have one on like my main floor in my house and I should definitely use it on my desk too. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's such a fun way to uh, add it in. But um, and if kind of, yeah, I, if adding in activity sounds daunting, because for a lot of people that that is, and that's mm-hmm. totally totally fine. I get that. Um, one other way you can look at it on the flip side, you can instead of trying to increase your time being active, try to decrease your time being still or your sitting time. Right. That sedentary time. So the more time you spend sitting, the risks of all those conditions and diseases we talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. all start increasing. Even if you do work out, <laughs> as sad mm-hmm. as this sounds, even if yeah. you do work out, but you sit for the rest of your day, yeah. that risk still increases. So right. I like if you can't spare that 30 minutes a day, 60 minutes a day being active, try right. to spend three to five minutes less per hour sitting. So just take okay. a few minutes to walk yeah. around your room or right. run up and down the stairs a few times, do a few jumping yeah. jacks, stretch, like something like that. Yeah. It yeah. really, really does help. You know what? Let's yeah. do it like right now. Let's do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, let's stand so up. Why not? Just a few seconds here. And we can honestly, like, the listeners can do that too. Yes. Please Everyone join listening. in wherever you are. And they can just reach to the side, each direction. <laughs> No, I love it. Honestly, even like reach to the floor, try to touch your toes. Your body loves to move and it it does really feel better after it's <laughs> and then kind of going off that combining yeah. everything. So there's like there's these new um, Canadian guidelines, the 24 hour guidelines that they've um, introduced for adults. And it looks at the whole 24 hours in a day. So they highlight not only the importance of being physically active for at least 150 minutes per week, which I'm sure many of you have heard of, yeah. um, but it also, it also encourages you to limit long periods of in- inactivity, like we just talked about and just did a little bit, yeah. and uh, to prioritize sleep. So what you had mentioned that sleep, seven to nine mm-hmm. hours of good quality sleep is what they recommend. So you don't have to improve all these things at once. You can choose right. one, target one, like improve right. your sleep or increase your activity or right. reduce your sitting time. Make it your goal for this next mm-hmm. month. We're starting a new month. So make it your goal to yeah. choose one of those. And then when you feel like you've got a handle on that, you can add in another component right. um, and kind of, yeah, up that, that benefit. Yeah. Where, where did you find, where do you find those new 24 hour guidelines? Yeah. Um, CSEP, uh, CSEP, I can always send you the link, Yeah, but it would be really great to, yeah, the CSEP guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. No. Yeah. Definitely good to check out and kind of tying back to what we were saying about, you know, why the long-term effects of leading an active life, but why is it important to start being young at a, uh, active at a young age? And, you know, you can start being active at any age, but um, why is it important to start young? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a really good question. So we, it's good to start these habits at a young age because we're currently in our physical prime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh no. Right? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Activity at any age is great and starting Mm -hmm. any change in the right direction is good change. Yeah. But at this age, between 20 and 30, we have our peak bone mass. So our peak bone mass is achieved. And every year after that, it starts declining. Mm. So by, let's say, 80 years old, people who are sedentary, so have a lot of sitting time, don't do a lot of activity, will Mm -hmm. lose 50% of their muscle mass. Wow. Different than bone mass, but muscle mass. Right. And so that's kind of that aging thing where older people, we see them as weaker and unable to do certain things in their home, like mm-hmm. opening jars or like walking upstairs, getting their own groceries, right? Yeah. Because they haven't adopted some of these behaviors um, and yeah. reduced some of that decline of reducing mm-hmm. or losing their muscle mass and their bone mass. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, as we age, our muscle mass decreases and then it's actually replaced with fat mass a lot of the time. Um, So that increases. So that combination is really, really not great for um, that healthy, active lifestyle later on. Yeah. And so it's really great to mitigate those as young as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And then other things we can look at is your cardiovascular fitness decreases your reaction time decreases, uh, movement speed, one thing to the next, flexibility, all these things start decreasing with age. Okay. There's lots of physiology behind it, but you don't need to get into that, but like, (laughs) you know, and if we don't do something to maintain our strength, flexibility, bone health, cardiovascular fitness, we lose it. You don't use it, you lose it. Right, right. So yeah, if you want, if you start an active lifestyle at a young age, you can mitigate these effects of aging. Um, You can, yeah, you can slow down these processes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I kind of use this example. The other day I was um, working out with my grandma on Zoom because I Uh have a weekly weekly Zoom date. Yeah. (laughs) And she was doing full push-ups with me, like wow. on Zoom. Like that's just kind of where her um, yeah. her strength is at, which is amazing. And we we're thinking, like, wow, how cool is that? Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be like rare, right? It should For be the sure. norm. For it should sure. be the norm that 100%. like we're still able to yeah. do these things into our older age. There's no yeah. reason that we Why can't. Why you shouldn't? Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. For sure. I love that. So, yeah. so yeah, just think like, you know, starting mm-hmm. at this young age, you can get into these really good habits um, mm-hmm. and it won't seem so daunting later on. And yeah. then as you go, rather than um, let's say you start older on when you've mm-hmm. already lost a bunch of muscle mass or bone density, mm-hmm. trying to rebuild that is going to be a lot harder than just trying to maintain. Yes. Right. And yeah. Although it's not impossible, it's still no. very possible to do that. It's it's easier, like you said, to just maintain what you kind of already have. And one thing I love to add on personally, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, is like you've used the word habit. And for me, I grew up playing sports, you did as well. And I think because of that, exercise is almost like second nature. And if I go longer than couple days of not exercising I 
start to feel a little like weird. So it's, it's almost like ingrained. Um, and I think it's, so that's why it's like less, like the words you've used before too, feels less like a chore and it's kind of just a habit mm. and it's just like a automatic part of my routine. So if you do start younger, it's becomes just part of your life and you can't imagine not being active type thing. And it just kind of, exactly. is, yeah, like no question. So I, think I find, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No. Yeah. I was just going to finish off. Like you mentioned all these important physical aspects of, and mental, all these connections of diseases and all those things. And, um, all that is definitely a reason why you want to be active and um, starting young and getting into habits, what will kind of encourage that. So that's all I was going to say, mm. but yeah, keep. Uh, no, absolutely. Mm. Those that's, that's great. Um, <laughs> and then also I just find the hardest part is starting. Like you said that right. you, you grew these habits maybe through sports yeah. as a child, um, maybe right. got out of it for a little while and day to day, it's hard to start that, yeah. that habit again, or that routine. Yeah. But as soon as you start, you get a few workouts under your belt, mm-hmm. or, you know, a few, you start increasing those walks and yeah. stuff, all that, it gets easier and easier. And then it gets yeah. harder to stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, it's so funny. Uh, it just popped into my mind. I was listening to another podcast once, and it was uh, all about starting a new habit and like you said starting is the hardest part and so the speaker had this really interesting um way to go about it she they uh they were saying to start just do something that is like the easiest level of it type thing so whether it's like if you're starting from scratch you literally don't exercise at all what seems like the most doable thing to do right now that's like not much effort like two push-ups a two lunges like literally just doing that and doing that for a few days or whatever you're like okay I could maybe build on more and then you you start to build on it instead of doing like you said this daunting thing like starting small really is the key to building a new habit and I you're already started and absolutely yeah so it's such a I just wanted to add that because you reminded me of it but thank um, you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and I think people forget that something is better than nothing and exactly yeah Yeah. you don't have to like we kind of forget that doing a workout for 10 minutes is yes you kind of jump and go okay I have to do this 30 minute workout or go for like this five kilometer walk kind of thing everyone kind of jumps those basic little steps and I think if you just if you have something you like doing just stick with that maybe add it in a little bit more often like if you're if you're walking uh, with your housemate or something once a week, yeah. try to add in like a two times a week or three times right. a week, or like you said, like a few, yeah. a few lunges each day yeah. and you progress on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, sure. that's going to be the best for that long-term success yeah. is not yeah. burning out right away. Finding yes. something you like to do, yeah. slowly getting back into it and exactly. reminding yourself you like, yeah. you want to do it, right? Yes. No, yeah, I love that. And I think that's that's the key. So 
little steps at a time and just enjoy it and don't feel like you have to jump ahead to these, you know, maybe a place you once were at or um, like you said, the uh, 30 minute workout or whatever. So yeah. um, So kind of the next point that we chatted a little bit about was accountability and, you know, how do you um, incorporate that accountability into, um, yeah, your workouts and your life and um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, accountability is is difficult for people um, in the in the short term and the long term, I find. And like we said, the hardest part is starting, but kind of having, I find to keep yourself accountable, having a plan is really, really important. Um, before you even start that day one workout, plan when you're going to do your workouts or your activity, like we were saying, plan when you, what days you want to go for your walk or do your stretch or, or anything, um, and write it down. Like I, I swear by my daytime agenda and each day I have like workout or run and stretch. Like I write these into my planner for my to-dos for that day. So that if, uh, like I, if I'm looking at all the things I'm going to do and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I really don't want to do that homework just yet, but working yeah. out also on my list, yeah, maybe true. I'll check off working out first right. before having to do the work. So yeah. I find like, it's easier to get away with things if you don't have it written down in front of you, staring at you in the face mm-hmm. saying like, this is what you have to do and kind of make it one of those things of it's it's yeah, something you have to do that day. It's on your list, right? Yeah. Um, just like anything else, um, Mm -hmm. you've scheduled in that time. And I also find having a specific time, not even just day of the week, but let's say, okay, you're a morning person. Okay. Every day, every Monday, Tuesday, whatever at 8am, I'm going to do this. Um, so that you, you know, in that hour or however long you're doing it, you've scheduled something for yourself you can't, um, back out on it kind of thing. Yeah. I think it might be easier. Um, later I find, I like to work out in the morning because nothing gets in the way. Um, uh, I can't talk myself out of it, but if yeah. I schedule like a workout later in the day, cause some people prefer to work out in the afternoon mm-hmm. and that's great, but things can come up and they can kind of talk themselves out of yeah. working out like, Oh, I'll just do that tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So I have, I like to tell clients to put it into their agenda, like 3 p.m. on this day is my workout time or 6.30 p.m. It's my workout time. I It's just like any other um, commitment you have yeah. where you can't schedule two things at once. So if your friends, yeah. wanna, you know, go grab dinner that night or um, watch a movie, like, sorry, mm-hmm. I need this half hour or an hour. Yeah. We can push it. But like, this mm-hmm. is my time to do this for myself. And I think that really does, um, wonders and helps you get that that done. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I've, I've heard a couple things like relating to that. I remember hearing if you write down a goal, you're more likely to like achieve it, uh, which is super interesting. Like even like kind of different topics, like say a long-term goal, like you like journal it, like just writing it down, like you're more likely to uh, work towards it. So it's, it's interesting. You brought that up about writing that into your planner or whether you're a 
a person who does everything on uh, Google Calendar and typing it in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely nice. You maybe get a reminder on your computer to do it, which is great. Um, and personally, I found to like accountability, a couple of things that personally helped me too is um, working out with friends, I find, mm-hmm. because then you're not going to like, you're like, oh, I, I have to go meet this so-and-so and I uh, can't let them down and it's set at a time and you both are motivated to go meet each other um right now it could look like a walk or um work out on zoom or something mm-hmm. and I found that like really helps whether it's a group of friends or a couple of you and one thing that another thing I also find is uh helps me with accountability is uh live classes like if there's yeah. a class at um, 10 a.m., whatever it is, then I have to be ready like for 10 a.m. And that's what, that's how sports worked, right? Like we had to be ready for practice at 6 p.m. And so it was very much like a schedule almost. And um, it's still possible to do, like you said, when you write it down and you're like, okay, I work out at three o'clock or whatever. Um, but if that's still not working, I find there's definitely lots of online like gyms and we'll talk about the arc as well. Mm. And um, lots of different YouTube channels or whoever influencers that will run like a live workout. And that personally, I find is like super motivating for me because I like know a day in advance like okay yeah this is happening and and then it's happening like at the same time that I'm working out if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. yeah just a couple extra little ways yeah live uh, classes are a great way and you feel connected and part of a community so that's a really nice Mm -hmm. challenge as well Um, and then for people who are you know trying out something different maybe not exercise Mm -hmm. like workouts but want to increase their walking um, or anything like that apps Mm -hmm. like Strava or um, Strava is the only one that can come to mind right now but I have recently since COVID just started running again (laughs) Um, that's been my new challenge to myself Um, and honestly having the Strava app helping me track my runs and then I can see other people in my community or like over your friend list or whatever that is also doing runs or bikes and um, walks and stuff you can see all that and it's it's a nice little like reminder to to do your run or your walk um, to get it done to share it to friends and some days when you're not feeling it if you just even open up the app you see someone else did it you're like okay now I have the motivation I can go out and do it so even something as simple as that um, can keep you a bit more accountable to at least get that activity in each week. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, thank you. That's uh, a great tool. And I'm sure accountability is super important. But like we said, also, I think it's also good not to be too hard on yourself and not feel Mm -hmm. too guilty. Um, You know, I think it's, like we said, important to start a habit and little steps at a time and instead of you know setting a goal that's like almost too high or expectations that are too high then and you can meet them but then you burn out or then you don't enjoy it as much whatever it is and Mm -hmm. I feel like that also leads to like 
you then like just stopping something completely and um, then not being active anymore, where it doesn't have to be that all or nothing. Like it, like you said, like it doesn't have to be this workout every single day for an hour. Um, it can be like just going for walks and moving and incorporating workouts a few times a week that you enjoy. And um, I think that's a, a little bit more sustainable than um, mm. having these goals that are like too hard to um maintain or whatnot so uh, it's like yeah. both sides are important like it's it's important to be accountable and sometimes we work out because we don't want to and you know are a little bit tired or whatever but um it's also good to make sure that you're um doing it because you enjoy it and you um aren't you know doing it because of a chore Absolutely. so yeah. yeah you can like use yeah. the example even of like fad diets you know people yeah go on those and maybe get great results right away but yeah it's not sustainable long term for their lifestyle for what they want to do maybe they're miserable Mm -hmm. during the like eight weeks of the the diet um so it is really important like you want this to become a lifelong habit and to do that you have to enjoy what you're doing you have to start small you don't want to injure yourself right off the bat exactly work up to it remind mm-hmm. yourself that just a little bit is better than nothing and yeah. I know like we do beat ourselves up when we miss yeah. a workout or something mm-hmm. Sundays aren't my favorite day to do activity yeah. and a lot of the time I don't do anything but I just yeah. remind myself to just get stretching a little bit whether yeah. it's like 10-15 minutes mm-hmm. every little bit adds up yeah. and, mm-hmm. and can make a difference overall yeah. right like you don't have to yeah. get that activity and you can just do the other little things yeah and I think it's so important like you said something's better than nothing and I I think sometimes I forget that and I if I don't have a lot of energy and I'm like okay I'm just not going to work out because normally my workouts are 30 minutes at least but doing a 10 minute workout is still better than nothing and and just doing something like that yeah I think I you forget that like you you think you always need to do the whole hard sweaty workout which is great but yeah um so kind of to finish this all off um Mm -hmm. with what kind of classes and what's going on with the athletic center so queens arc athletics recreation center what are the um resources for students community members right now during like lockdown slash covid yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not so fun times. Um, but the art <laughs> uh, has been really great. So uh, we've implemented some online resources that are free for anyone. And um, with our current restrictions, we have just virtual classes. So at the I think last semester, we had started doing some in person at a distance, but currently we're back to just um, virtual. That'll change in the next mm-hmm. few weeks. But So we just have virtual classes. There's all kinds of things like there's Zumba, Pilates, power yoga, gentle yoga, weights, band workouts, body weight workouts. There's like an amazing amount of um, free live content. Awesome. Um, So that's that's been really great to connect to. And you can try something out 
like you've never tried before it's a really good mm-hmm. opportunity for you to try out these different activities yeah trial and error see what works for you there's mm-hmm. something for everyone on that so that's great yeah. um there's also like you can join the queen's karate club online or the queen's oh dance club yeah. online like you said you that's love so to dance fun. so like yeah queen's dance has uh, online stuff yeah. there's also a virtual running series that they've started um that had great success last semester Mm -hmm. so they've they've run another round of it um Mm -hmm. so those are just some of the free things going on we also um twice a week it's not so much of an active thing but um I am running an ask the trainer session okay so you can you can connect uh twice a week with me Chad if you have any questions for like a fitness uh professional whether it's making making fitness goals or questions about modifications or technique just like allows us to connect to you guys uh support the community a little bit more and Mm -hmm. be a bit more personal because it's live Mm -hmm. um and then we also it's not free but um if you are looking for a little bit more guidance or prefer yeah personalized one-on-one training we do offer virtual personal training right now awesome so that is another option if you feel like you need a bit more accountability or you want someone there mm-hmm. to help you out along the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some great resources on the ARC awesome. website, gogalesgo.com. And um, there's a live schedule there. So you can just connect okay. through Zoom. And like you said, those live classes are really, really beneficial. Yeah. I yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, yeah you can do any to. of those yeah, exactly yeah and someone's no, awesome. like you don't have to turn on your camera yeah you have the opportunity to and yeah I love when people do it's great for yeah. me as a teacher because then oh, I'm not I'm just sure. staring out yeah but I feel like people like work harder when they're yeah. on the camera <laughs> for sure for sure no that's awesome that's great that there's so many options for anyone so thank you so much for sharing and um, thank you so much for meeting with me today and taking time out of your schedule and um, chatting about physical activity and exercise and all that fun stuff. So um, yeah. Thanks for having me. I could talk about this stuff all day. It's great. <laughs> but no, thank you. Um, I hope that those who are listening learn something, even, you know, if it's just to move a little bit every once in a while um that would be great mean a lot (laughs) for sure no thank you so much and that's a wrap so i hope you have a great rest of your day and stay tuned for the next episode of qh on air